0: look at that it's katie cole right next to me in my car it's car Carney presented by the autobarn mazda of evanston 1015 chicago avenue we are in a sleek black handsome mazda 3 acquired from the autobarn mazda of evanston uh it's right there love the service there i, I got two of my cars from there i'm currently test driving a mazda cx9 as well mazda autobarn mazda of evanston in between maine and dempster in scenic evanston katie cole musician Star, are you ready to do this? I am.
1: I think I'm ready.
0: Okay. It's car con carne. Let's eat in the car. It's car con carne. so uh we're getting food we have food on order it's going to be hand delivered to our window from haymarket we're uh, at haymarket over at uh, randolph and halstead you are playing here tomorrow night if you're watching on facebook live uh you are playing oh, here yeah. tomorrow night yes uh now a katie cole show would be worth hundreds of dollars it's a value at any price <laughs> tomorrow is a free show
1: i know amazing
0: a value at any price but this is free we get to see you for free, and I want to talk about your music. I want to talk about uh, the the summer job you have working with Smashing Pumpkins. The, the <laughs> summer gig, yes,
1: my my side hustle. Your side hustle
0: <laughs> with the Smashing Pumpkins. Uh, I will say, Haymarket does a really nice job. Uh, their Americana series is fantastic. I saw Lily Winwood here recently. Uh, you're here tomorrow night. It's a genre of music that. Deserves representation, deserves promotion. Uh, I love that you're here for this, and uh, yeah. I love your music too. So,
1: oh, thank you, I appreciate it. I'm I'm excited to play that tomorrow.
0: In fact, I have a visual aid. Duh, Things duh, that duh, break duh, part, part one. one. Uh huh. Well, it's five songs. You, yes. You'd assume there's more. Yes. Let's talk a little bit about your music. I think there's certainly Country's the most obvious thing that comes to mind, but I feel like you're coming from a lot of different places. I feel like you straddle a lot of different sounds and styles in, in what you create. Is that fair to say?
1: I do. Although I'm probably not not gonna use the word straddle. <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. But yes, I mean some some people think of it as country, some people think of it as Americana, some people say singer songwriter. Sure. Um whatever you wanna sort of call it. To me it's just songs with uh, texture and stories and sometimes subjects that are challenging to tackle so but i'll just go there <laughs> so i've got songs on on this record about horrible breakups and um alcoholism well, and is, like you know all the fun stuff
0: is broke about breakups
1: no broke this because i
0: feel like that's an optimistic song it's an
1: up it is it's my backhanded. it's my backhanded optimistic song oh look at this i see what's coming oh, we've to the got window
0: food coming boop, i love this boop, boop. this is michael Michael, you are a, a wonderful man. So we've got uh, vegan burgers.
1: Thank you so much. Hand delivered
0: to the car. <laughs> I love this.
1: Oh right. goodness! So Michael,
0: who puts together the series, um, helped us get the food together for tonight. And I felt kind of like a jerk. I, I, I wanted to get the podcast going. I wanted to be respectful of your time. And I asked him to bring food to the car. And I, I tried to say it as diplomatically as possible. I didn't want to. <laughs> didn't want him to feel well, like. Well,
1: was... you didn't make him roller skate up. <laughs> <laughs> right, true. <laughs> All right. That's for next time, maybe. All
0: right. So we both got the same thing. It just seems like you you are vegetarian. And I kind of followed your lead for a lot of reasons. I got the vegan burger. I thought it'd be easy to eat in the car. Okay. And this is this burger. There are
1: so many packets of ketchup and things down here. This
0: burger is bigger than you, Katie Cole.
1: Oh, goodness. Oh, my God.
0: (laughs) This vegan (laughs) burger, this is is not a one sitting burger. Here's
1: all the napkins because, yes.
0: Okay, oh, yeah, I warned I, you that I will I'm, spill.
1: I'm going to create a whole tablecloth situation on my A force field.
0: Here. You have to build a protective force field. It's a
1: prote- protective barrier between the inevitable. Uh,
0: well said. Uh, and one thing you saw at first, sweet potato tots. Uh-huh.
1: Yes. Cheers. Thank you.
0: Mm-hmm. And thank you, Michael, for skating up to the window <laughs> and providing delicious food from Haymarket.
1: Thank you, Haymarket.
0: Which, again, Katie's show is free tomorrow night. Haymarket's here every day. Uh, the food and, of course, their beers are amazing. Uh, they've got a Joe Madden beer that they just launched, which you can actually buy in the stores right now. But back to Katie Cole. Are you going to try to eat that? Are you waiting,
1: waiting, creating a photo up here. Oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> Sorry, awkward pause.
0: It's the only kind of pause <laughs> I know. We're, we're posing. If you're watching on Facebook Live and we look really <laughs> awkward, it's because someone is in front of the car taking a picture, the telephoto lens. Hope we can filter this. <laughs> oh come on, Michael! <laughs> For the love of
1: God! People are like that's a really boring video. Uh-huh. Like, did uh-huh. it freeze?
0: All right, let's go back to your music. Uh, let's talk about "Broke." You were saying that <laughs> is a backhanded optimistic song.
1: Totally. Well, I, I kind of. I mean, every breakup ends badly. I mean. Everybody knows that, but I don't even know what to do with this burger.
0: I don't either. I want you to to eat it first.
1: (laughs) Great. Then you can work out what not to do. Exactly. (laughs) All right. I'm just going to go for the, maybe the bottom half of this burger, because this is like a mountain. Well, here's the thing,
0: Katie. The human mouth doesn't work like this.
1: Yeah.
0: I I think like a fork and knife would have been helpful.
1: Then how would you do it in a car? There isn't, can't. I actually think there is.
0: I'm gonna remove the red onions as a courtesy to you.
1: Here's a, here's some.
0: Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um, All bets are off.
1: So break, sorry, this really long mm. answer. Um, mm. I just wanted to sort of write something that said, well, it's not the end. It's mm-hmm. sort of a backhanded way of saying even, you know, things that break don't always right. stay that's broke. Right, that's the line that's stuck in they my head. Even the things that you think are going to last forever don't. The good and the bad, to be mm-hmm. honest. But like even this podcast worst... will have to
0: end at some point.
1: <laughs> <laughs> will it? <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I wanted to just yeah, I wanted to just say something like that to say, well, it's not the end. Life goes on. Mm-hmm. You will get over it, even though it's awful now. Like mm-hmm. you will get over it. There's always a way past that. There's always something better that will come maybe something good will come out of it
0: for sure and that that's glass half full yes uh and speaking of glasses and half full uh the room is filling up with water that's that's an earworm in the song that chorus is very uh very <laughs> thank sticky. you mm-hmm. I,
1: I have usually get the earworms that i get stuck in my head are not good songs so if that's an earworm to you that's a good thing that's, that's a good thing so so good i that's wonderful
0: uh, one of your songs, I, I would dare to say one of the more popular songs mm-hmm. uh, on this release is Graceland. Being from Melbourne, mm-hmm. are you? do you have a fascination with American culture, pop culture? Is Graceland one of those things that you had to see to un- truly understand?
1: There's pl- places like Graceland, you build up in your mind, and that's the home of Elvis Presley, for those that don't know. Um, for you people you watching know. in Melbourne, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> For people that have never heard of Elvis Presley. Mm-hmm. Um, it's... There's places that you just want to go, even if you just walk past. Like, on my uh, 2016 tour with um, the Pumpkins, like, we're in Detroit, so I'm like, I've got to go to Hitsville.
0: Sure, like, of course. I've
1: got I, I to gotta go. I'll take myself in a cab, and I'll go there just to go. There's places that you just have to go to, and Graceland is one of those, and if anyone out there that's... Uh, that's watching has actually been there and seen it it's very overwhelming and underwhelming all at the same time
0: that is totally true and i don't know what i expected i do know what i expected mm-hmm. i expected it to be cheesier than it was mm-hmm. it was more tasteful i think than i expected
1: to me everything seems smaller
0: well the estate itself seemed mm-hmm. very small the the actual i know we didn't get home. to see
1: and they don't let they don't let the public go upstairs to like any of the actual personal bedrooms right. but
0: that jungle room something.
1: The jungle room and there's like carpet on the ceiling in certain uh-huh. rooms and like the weird sort of te- like all those security monitor telev- mm-hmm. t- televisions and like the red emergency phone and everything that you would expect from like a, yeah, a pop star of his generation. But it's still like mirrored ceilings. There's still some, and but they were kind of low ceilings. Like it, it just felt s- smaller than I, I suppose that I built it up to be. But it still, you know, carries so much weight knowing that he loved Memphis, he loved, Mm -hmm. even though it was very poor and, you know. It was very,
0: it's very close to the main street at a time.
1: Yeah. Which I found surprising. Totally. 100%. It's, it's right there. And Uh and you're like, okay, I'm here, apparently.
0: The one thing, you know, everything there is very small in that main home. I was hit by the enormousness of Elvis in one of the, like I guess it was the back house, guest house, where it is literally floor-to-ceiling gold records. Like gold records as far Mm -hmm. as the eye can see. And you're reminded of just how gigantic and how important.
1: He changed the lives of so many songwriters that wrote Mm -hmm. songs for him. And they all know it. And they're all so, you know, super thankful that these... Unknown masterpieces of songs like "In the Ghetto" and songs like Such that. A great song. I mean, he wanted to record that. Like that was like I. He was like, I want to do this song. And I, I will... could listen
0: to Polk at Annie every day. Man. Uh, by the way, welcome to my Chicago, name. Katie Cole. As we're sitting here on Randolph, mm-hmm. uh, we are facing. <laughs> what? God help me! An open porta potty. It is like directly across wow. from my car. That is an open toilet just staring at us, mere We are as we... so lucky hashtag blessed blessed that's, that's what we are right now
1: <laughs> hashtag living the dream
0: <laughs> talking about you not straddling but crossing um balancing across multiple genres uh, i think all my winters is harder oh. to pin down genre wise I, I think i i like the song because it's kind of slow burning it, it feels impactful Tell me about that song, because that to me is a real standout on this.
1: I'm gonna start eating some of my burger with a fork, just so that you know. You're not wrong if, to You want to know what like all that rustling sound was? That was that. <laughs> I'm not not just being weird. I'm weird for other reasons. Um, well, all my winters was, I believe, the last song I wrote for the entire group of songs that I recorded. And I recorded basically the entire album and put out half of the half of the project as part one and I have part mm-hmm. two ready to, ready to go. Um, but That's All it. My Winters was one of those songs where I just wanted to write the most devastating of moments. I mean, there's a lot of kind of dark um, references in there, drug references. It's very uh, esoteric in nature too for the way that I wrote the lyrics. Um, I just wanted it to be one of those songs that sort of got under people's skin but left a... haunting sort of feeling behind Mm -hmm. and weirdly i've had so many fans reach out to me and tell me like that's my favorite song like i would have been like no it's you know it's going to be broke it's going to be graceland Mm -hmm. but people were telling me all my winters and time on my hands like those were the songs that got to people the most and i'm like these are like the saddest really sparse songs you know that i've recorded and it was nice to hear that um but i just kind of took the filters off and I remember when I first took the song to my producer. I use him as a sounding board. His name's Howard Willing. I use him as a sounding he's board. He's done for... a bunch of stuff. Yes, he's well. He's worked with the. He was actually my um, association with the Pumpkins. Long, long story short, um, he's been he's been working with them since, I believe it, the early two thousands. Mm-hmm. Since um, like Machina and Adore, but um, he's and he's worked with everyone from yeah from Glenn Campbell to OK Go to yeah. He, um, like just amazing track record his LinkedIn
0: profile probably looks really good
1: <laughs> I keep getting requests for LinkedIn I haven't Do been on really? LinkedIn I haven't been on LinkedIn in like I don't know ten, maybe not 10 years maybe 8 years and I still get requests and I'm like I don't have a profile here
0: All right, I don't want to sidetrack us too much but no. LinkedIn has a feature on it that <laughs> if it were used by other social media mm-hmm. platforms it would change the game in a really creepy way LinkedIn you can see who viewed your profile hmm so you can like uh, under your profile, Got you can it. see everyone who just clicked on your page. Can you imagine if that existed on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter? Look at everyone who's kind of stalking you. Holy crap!
1: Well, we, yeah. we'd all leave
0: social media tomorrow.
1: I mean, is that a privacy thing? I guess it's a public page. Yeah. Oh, interesting.
0: All right. So anyway, so he
1: anywho, um, so I brought that song to him, um in its in its acoustic form, and I said. Um, we just got blurry.
0: There we
1: go. Poke! Um, we just went out of focus. Wait, oh, there we go. Don't move. Okay.
0: (laughs) Be perfectly still.
1: And I I said to him, is this song too dark? Uh, same situation when when I brought him the song Rest in Pieces, which is about, um, the rippling effect of alcoholism. Mm Mm-hmm and I'm like is this song too dark and his response with both songs was like you know go darker like mm-hmm. don't, just if you're going to go there like go like all in like go all the way like go as dark as you can go and see what happens and great advice I kind of like that lean in like w- w- go where others won't or can't mm-hmm. kind of I I and mean, that's been yeah that's kind of been one of those things that I've tried to apply to all my songwriting whether it's writing with myself or for other people just if I'm going to go to a place, like, make sure you're really there.
0: I want to thank Ben and Paul for watching. Jeremy says that burger looks like a lot of work for a fork. I know it is. Uh, it's pa- really good. Paul is a fan of your Australian accent. Accent. Actually, actually it's a Nashville Crikey. accent.
1: Rocky. I know. I live in Nashville.
0: Mm-hmm. but That's how they all talk in Tennessee.
1: <laughs> there is a, there's a lot of Aussies in Nashville. It's really surprising. But they still stop me when I'm like three words in to be like oh where are you from you know from here of course and I'm like great
0: uh going back to your songs storytelling is kind of a thing for you
1: yeah no, you've noticed uh-huh.
0: when did you discover that you liked kind of digging in and sharing that kind of stuff
1: well I mean I started writing songs when I was a kid I suppose mm-hmm. started really writing songs for realsies
0: for realsies
1: <laughs> yeah Probably that's the Nashville thing. I mean. yeah. For oh, realsies, mm-hmm. well, I'm also not serious half of the time. I mm-hmm. know. Um, I really started honing my craft in my sort of early twenties, just to be like, I want to say something. I really mm-hmm. want to say something to people, and I realised that for me, storytelling is um, not just telling your story, but just telling a truth, mm-hmm. and sometimes. Um, it's about sort of elaborating a situation, and as I said, like going further than maybe a reality was or maybe a re- maybe it's further than you even understand when I mean, you might have to research it or Google some things to understand the situation a bit better. But I mean, why not have a story within like three or four minutes? Like it, exactly. If there's honesty in it and truth, like people will relate to it, even if it's something about that they know nothing about or that I know little about. If I'm telling a truth that feels real to me, and I'm being raw and honest, and I give a performance that I believe in, that again is raw and honest and unedited, then that's you know that's kind of for the win.
0: Totally agree. Uh, it's worth mentioning, Katie. These sweet potato tots mm-hmm. are ridiculous.
1: They are. I'm, I'm trying to pull the onion out of my mm-hmm. burger right now. Again, for the respect of the car, I've got like red a,
0: onions never go well.
1: Well, I I like onions, but um. Not if I have to talk to people, which I'm doing. I'm Uh, talking to... Look at all these people.
0: uh, Music nerd question. What's your go-to keyboard for touring with the Pumpkins? We'll get to the Pumpkins, but analog? Hybrid? Is that a real question? I don't even know.
1: Um, Well, they usually choose what they want their sound to be. And I comply with um, whatever is really the the sound for the tour. I mean, the last tour, it was uh, a big B3... Um, some Mellotrons and uh, Yamaha Clavanova on, on the stage, so I was kind of playing a lot of things. So some of it was digital, some of it was analog. Um, I don't know about hybrid hybrid vehicles. We're <laughs> we reducing our greenhouse emissions. <laughs> I'm kidding. So,
0: you talked about when you started playing. I, I should also mention, I think we're at the halfway-ish point, Tarcon Carney, presented by the Audubon Mazda of Evanston, ten fifteen Chicago Avenue. We're in a Mazda three. It's very comfortable, right? Mhm. I even cleaned, it's really comfortable. I even cleaned the seats and the uh, the interior a little bit before you came in. Thank you. I want you to appreciate the, the little touches. <coughs> you talked about when you started songwriting as a kid. When you were a teenager, I, I think I just spit food as I talked, which is great because we're on camera. Good. Um, when you were a teenager, <laughs> is this where you wanted to be? Are you? Are you I re- rephrase. Are you living your best life? I,
1: well, actually, best, best way to put it is I never dreamed I'd be doing any of the things that I, I've done or that I am doing. I, I, didn't, I don't even know if I could say I wanted to do all these things. I'd never really set my goals to be, I mean, I'm, an, I'm Australian, was from a fairly low-income family, a, like single-parent mum family. Um, public education can't read or write music and you know and now I've played all these these stages does anyone plan for that? No but I do know that when good opportunities have come my way or have been offered to me I've learnt to say yes even if I'm not 100% sure I can do certain things just let the door open and just go for it kind of just go for it because you don't know where this unknown amazing thing will lead or even if it's not exactly the thing that you want to be doing you just don't you don't know and especially if it's something you've never tried before don't fear what you don't know either because you'll be surprised at what you're able to actually achieve or learn from an experience
0: totally agree and when i started in radio that was very similar to a piece of advice i got when someone asks you to do something, say yes. If you don't know how to do it, you're not sure you want to do it, say yes and figure out how to do it afterward. Yep. Just don't Very close... Just, exactly what you're saying. Don't close the door. Totally. And that's one of those pieces of advice I learned early on in my career that's really stayed with me. Mm-hmm. Like that exact line. So it's interesting.
1: Just... Well, I and think and now I'm touring
0: with the pumpkins, just like you. I mean, we do similar...
1: <laughs> that's how you look familiar. <laughs> wow. But who knew? I mean, honestly, I... I've had so many bucket list checks that, I mean, nobody plans for that. Like nobody plans for, you know, one of my bucket list checks was, oh, I opened up for Billy Corgan playing an acoustic show. Oh, my God. And then it became, oh, I'm opening up for an acoustic Smashing Pumpkins tour. But I'm also playing, and I agreed to that, and I'm also playing bass on a couple of songs not really a bass player, I play, can play mm-hmm. bass, but, you know, I'm a guitarist, then probably a keyboard player, sure. then a bass player, um, said yes to that, and had all these bucket list checks from all those iconic venues that we did on that tour, and then we did a bigger second leg of the tour, and then I got to play the Ryman, and That's the ta- cool. the Tower Theatre in Philly, and just these huge venues, we played the Lyric Opera House here in Chicago, yep. and and that was Was just, that
0: the Liz Fair show? Yeah, Liz Fair yeah. opened
1: that tour. Yes, lovely. She was mm-hmm. great, um, and was like, "Oh, um, you know, wow!" Like bucket list checks galore. i got to travel and do all the, all these incredible shows, and was like, "Wow, I've done. I've you know, I've I've played the Rhyme and I've played the Mother Church. Even if, even if I'll never get to step onto that stage myself, you know, I've still sung songs on it. And you I've did it there.
0: on your own merit, whether it's did, I, solo I did or it. with another group of musicians and I was
1: playing um I was singing a couple of songs lead um during that tour and like I'm like oh, that counts I'm like that absolutely counts
0: absolutely it does absolutely it <laughs> totally does.
1: counts um and then I got asked to do this huge arena tour um last year um and this was like you know we played these enormous arenas mm-hmm. across America and we did Wembley in the UK and Madison Square Garden sold out and the Forum in Los Angeles and just like, I mean, somebody said to me, so I said, I've got at least bucket like, list checks and they were like, you need to get a bigger bucket.
0: That's <laughs> like, amazing.
1: Like, but I totally do. It's not like I thought to myself, I want to do these things one day. Of course, you always dream about it, but like all the steps that are needed to achieve these enormous, enormous feats are incredible. And I, I've been able to sort of get sort of the tourist slash perform a pass to see these things. Sure. And, you know.
0: Ben agrees really. with you on Facebook Live. He says, The jobs that scared me always ended up being the best. Safe equals dead. Mm-hmm. A little dramatic, but point, point taken. So talking about advice and being with the pumpkins, in your time working with Billy, who's seen so much, done uh-huh. so much, was there something he, or was there anything he imparted? to you uh, a a pearl of wisdom from his time clawing through the industry succeeding in the industry um
1: well I mean he's told me I mean I've I've spent so much time with him he's told me so many things that I've taken to heart um and I just listen when he tells me stories that he may not have told other people and um he's been telling me the origins of certain songs that he's written and I just try and pay attention because I mean he's full of wisdom because he's done what most people have never done sure. and will never do I mean there is wisdom in, in the the way that he walks there's wisdom in the choices that he makes with the music that he still creates the fact that he's still the thing that I've taken the most out of it I suppose is that he's still so so passionate about songwriting like he's still mm-hmm. writing just these these epic songs and the the content and the the quality of content and the amount of content that he creates is unbelievable like even going back through the back catalog it's like this is a double album and this is a double album right. I and mean, and they're intense complicated songs they're not you know three chord songs but just yeah I've I've learned never stop writing and never stop you know that that passion to write something new or try something new or get this story out. just just yeah uh,
0: another not even a personal question it is my belief that Jimmy Chamberlain is one of the most charismatic men in rock. Can you confirm?
1: Yep, I'll take that one. Uh
0: huh.
1: Unbelievable also, to watch wick, that guy wick, play.
0: Wick, oh my god! I mean, I, I could it's watch ridiculous. him play all, all night long. Uh, also, wickedly smart. That one. Yeah,
1: he's yeah, he's whips. Well, they're, they're honestly, I mean, all the all the guys in the band, including Jeff Schroeder, who's who's been part of the band for quite a long time now. They're all whip smart. Mm-hmm. They're all got they're all got a different sense of humor, but yeah. I don't think you can be that successful and not have a really good hat on your shoulders.
0: I, I agree with that. So you're going back out with the Pumpkins. You're doing more. I'm arenas. doing
1: well. We're doing the the summer European tour. Um, I don't know what the whether it's going to be summer wherever we are. Um, but I'm playing. It's some of them are amphitheaters. Some of them are festivals. Honestly, I've seen the touring um, itinerary and I'm like, I can't remember half of it because it's. All different countries in and Europe and places I can't pronounce how thrilling <laughs> I'm so ex- like my passport is so excited Your passport's to go to- gonna be amazing it's not well just to be like oh yeah I've never been there like mm-hmm. I love traveling in general and I know I won't be able to speak the language of most of the to most sure. of the countries that I'm going to go to but I I mean this is like the best way to travel ever
0: oh I, I can only imagine and when I when I used to travel for business Not unlike touring with the Smashing Pumpkins, I always used to try whenever because I'm like you. When I land in these different places, I'm always fascinated. I want to take it in, take in as much as I can. Mm -hmm. Anytime I wasn't working, I was trying to explore, like Mm -hmm. walk around, go places, go off on my own, just because I'm there. This may be my one shot, and I want to uh, ingest everything I possibly Mm can.
1: Totally. My one day off in Italy, we were in Bologna, and I was like, I don't even have time to like. I've got like four hours or whatever, and I'm like, oh, "Look, I have to do something, so I walked across, like, the the market square where we're at and walked down some of the... Like, the, all the, you know, all the cool sort of cobblestone streets, mm. and you really get to know a place once you walk. I mean, I've learned that about America, too. Like, walking through the city, even if I'm just walking down the street to get a coffee or something like that. Kind of get the feel of sure, the, the, the pace the cultural, of the place. Sure, the cultural, yeah. But initially, it was just, like, walking down these streets, and it was just, it was so... It was so much like a movie set, like everyone's sitting there in their, their cafeteria t- chairs mm-hmm. and tables, eating pasta and drinking wine at like 11 o'clock in the morning. And I was like, oh my God, this is really happening.
0: That's the dream life.
1: And I bought like <laughs> a small bottle of like a balsamic vinegar mm-hmm. and a small bottle of like a truffle oil, olive mm-hmm. oil, whatever it was. And I was just like, I've got to, cause I have to buy something. I'm, I'm vegetarian at the moment. Um, so I was like, I, you know, I was walking past all these delis that had like, all the prosciutto, and I was just like,
0: mm-hmm. uh-huh.
1: oh, this is the wrong time to be uh, a vegetarian." I can see that. <laughs> I
0: can see that. So, uh, the tour kicks off next month.
1: Um, well, we start our rehearsals um, next month. At the tour begins at the very end of next month. Okay. So, I think the first date is May thirtieth, if I'm correct.
0: So that's when you turn into a pumpkin. Uh, for now, though, you're still. <laughs>
1: you're waiting for that wave.
0: I wasn't, but it just hit me, and I was really proud of myself. Thank you for validating me.
1: Well done.
0: Thank you. Uh, But for now, you are Katie Cole. And tomorrow night, if you're watching this on Facebook, uh, if you're listening on the podcast, you missed it. But she'll come back, we promise. Uh, Haymarket, Halstead and Randolph uh, performing in a free show. Again, value at any price. It's absolutely free. Tomorrow night, Bronte Fall, opening up, local artist. Um, So your music is fantastic. I'm going to hold up the prop one more time if I can find it. I don't know where I, it, where I left it, uh, the CD is somewhere in the car. Uh, but you know, streamable. But probably better to go see the show and buy a if CD. You're,
1: if you're in from Chicago, you. just come down and say hi. I want to. I mean, I I like to meet people. I like to just yeah, like to see all my fans and meet you know meet new people. It's a it's people think that you, some artists are unapproachable, but like I'm like g'day. You're of the. <laughs> I'm of the people. <laughs>
0: I, mean, I love it. All right, your music sounds great. Um, thank you for dining in my car.
1: Thank you so much for having me. This has been so much fun.
0: I'm so glad you said that. Okay. I've
1: eaten so many sweet potato tots. It's ridiculous. Uh, I could eat an really entire good, box of really just good those. Really good food at
0: Haymarket. I uh, Love Haymarket. I, I'll come here as often as they'll have me. Truly, I love this place. Uh, thank you for watching on Facebook Live. Uh, thank you for listening on com, Google, Stitcher, iTunes, etc. Uh, Carney presented by the, uh, Auto, the iTunes. The Autobahn Mazda of Evanston. That's Katie Cole. She's a remarkable human being, talented musician and songwriter. Uh, thank you for listening and watching.
1: Bye.